What is up, everybody? It is Friday. You know what that means. It's another edition of Curveballs and Share Shots. We are back. It is your boy, Brandon Tanguma, all the way up north in Spokane Valley, Washington, is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hobson. Dominic, how are you doing today on this fine night? Well, Brandon, thank you for having me be a part of this podcast. Okay. I got to say that it is a honor, a pleasure and a delight and a privilege every, and a privilege every yes. Friday night, sometimes hear, on Saturday, sometimes on Saturday, sometimes hear, not at all. hear your lovely sultry voice come through my headset. It just gives me all types of feels, but I'm doing fantastic. I will be relaxing the next two days. And then work Monday and Tuesday. And then I will be flying from Spokane into Oakland International Airport at around 7.30 in the morning to be picked up by a stranger named Studio Audience. Hopefully. That's going to she... be a big boy and uh, use an Uber. No. Oh, God, okay. no. And uh, to spend the day with her and maybe... I don't know, maybe some friends want to hang out, you know. I heard Tyler and you were are doing something. Yeah, only me and Tyler. Yeah, not me. I was invited. Not you, not Mary, not Studi- Not Haley, no one. No one's allowed to go, just me and Tyler strictly. But, uh, and then I will be driving said studio audience and mascot Thursday morning up to Washington. Breaking so gotta, news. Got a... Kyle Schorber won us all tacos. Fucking breaking nuts. news. I mean, the person you definitely knew was going to get America tacos was Kyle Schwarber. Shout out Schwarby. Anyway, I, mean, I, I think he should. Well, yeah, I, I hate him. He made me kiss you. Uh, oh, yeah. I was going to say, well, Albert kind of made. But you he, kiss me he could have he could have he could have just took in the L and gave it to pool holes. But no, he had to fucking be like, nah, fuck you, old man. Stay okay. down. So to see get to seek a redemption because now you got your free Doritos Locos taco. I ain't gonna get a free taco. I ain't, bro, I ain't gonna go to Taco Bell just to get a free taco. Why not? Even though I'm pretty sure they do the whole thing where you gotta order it with something, but you can order, you know, a dollar quesadilla or some cheap thing, and bam, you get yourself a free Doritos Locos taco. Mm. Remember day after WrestleMania Raw, we went to do we go to Taco Bell and you like smashed a shit ton of stuff? Good times. Why do you got to bring that shit up, man? Because it was a fun time. We don't get to talk about Taco Bell all that often. Even though we did talk about Taco Bell a couple months ago when we did our fast food tier list, which I forget what it did. Didn't it make it like S tier or the best tier, whatever we were using? I think it was like best or second best or something like that. No, it made it to the, it made it to B. So for whatever reason, we made it maybe because of the service. Because usually the service at Taco Bell isn't that great. I haven't been to Taco Bell up here yet. I'm afraid to. Oof. I mean, if you're working, do you have what's what's the lunch looking like, Dominic? How what do you do for lunch? You pack a lunch, you buy lunch in between. Uh sometimes I pack, sometimes I go out. Most of the time I don't eat. Oh, okay. Just just fasting. Yeah, yeah I, I try. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to cut back on the LBs, but all the beer that I'm drinking now is just Yeah, Dominic's a big Seattle hipster IPA guy now. I'm not a Seattle hipster. I'm a whatever Spokane hipster. a Spokane hipster. Thank you. I don't know if that makes it any better or worse. You're like a, you're such a hipster. You don't go to Seattle. 
You go to Spokane. Brandon, more you want to know how much of a hipster I am not? I, today, Friday, October 20, what, 28th? 28th, the year of our Lord, 2022. I saw my first live in-person bald eagle. God I bless am, America. I am as a fucking American as it gets. I'm fucking standing in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, fucking on the side of a mountain, fucking staring off into the lake, talking to a contractor. And then I don't have, I'm not breaking eye contact. I'm trying to establish dominance here. I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to get this electrical line marked and I'm going to get this back gas stub marked, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, you see that? And I go, what? He goes, he goes, it's an eagle. And I turn around and you just see the fucking giant fucking wings. And it's just, a, you know, as it lands, I'm like, fucking, I, I almost cried. Almost fucking cried. Brings a tear to your eye as and then the most majestic uh, eagle on this planet soars over the Idaho sky. And then apparently they nest in that area, I think sometime in March or something like that, or some something weird like that. But I was just like, I almost started fucking singing Hulk Hogan's same song. I'm a real American. Oh, and then I, started, I thought you started singing Voodoo Child for some reason. Oh, no, no, no God, no. Okay. But um, and then and then I proceeded to start huffing and puffing as I'm walking up and down a hill for like the next hour and a half marking gas and electric. And that's just it, it is it is not a pretty sight. I'm just, you know, I, mean, I, I literally the contractor who's like a fucking 60 year old man is walking. Dominic, you down there? I'm like, I'm up here. I'm down here. I'm like fucking dying and. You just, just gotta like, get your sea legs, you know. Give it a couple months, you're gonna be so fun. You're gonna, you know, be like a Vader or one of those like fat wrestlers. You might not look great, but you got the cardio. Oh well, I definitely need to work on that cardio. I mean, by the end of the end of the end of the locate, which I got to go back Monday and finish it. But um, by the by the section that I was locating, I was you know walking up and down like a pro. I was like you know, pss, 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 click 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 done. So beautiful. But uh, anyways, that was my uh oh and i also saw a hawk eat a uh eat a uh uh a bird earlier in the week hmm. i saw a tiktok of some eagle getting into a a rabbit cage that's all the uh bird viewing i did this week no uh no rabbits were harmed in the filming of that tiktok thank god Aren't you going to ask, how am I doing today, Dominic? <laughs> what the fuck did you just hit? Uh, well, I was extending my microphone arm, and the spring kind of kind of clipped a little bit. Or, uh, made a little uh, noise. Brandon, how was how was your week slash day? Are you playing oh, guitar now? Yeah, I'm playing guitar. I'm playing Voodoo Child. <laughs> so my you know my day was good. I had a job interview today this morning for the Pac-12 network, or I guess for the Pac-12 to be a basketball researcher. So I would be the little bitch boy who brings up all the stats and helps out the hot people who are on television and send it out to, uh, you know, all the different networks and stuff that cover the games. So that that's fun. Hopefully I move on. They said in maybe a week or two, while they'll hear back for me and I can do another interview. The job would start December 1st and it would run through the the season so like up until march it's a you know they say there's a madness during march there is a madness during march so i would apparently i would be doing more of the women's games so i think this i kind of if i can remember correctly i think he said the schedule would be like 
from Wednesday to Monday or no Wednesday to Sunday would be my schedule and it'd be primarily nights because obviously you have to do it while the games are going on. So possibly if I do get this job, my podcasting future may be in doubt. Oh God. But we'll see. We'll try to figure it out, maybe work around it, try to move some things around and see exactly what's going down. But I thought the interview went much better than my, my linens copywriting interview I did a couple weeks ago. Don't remember if I said or not. Didn't get the job. So sad I did. Of course. So sad I didn't get that job. But I feel a little more confident in this one. It's an only a, a one-person position. So I don't know how many people are applying for this, but you know, I felt good. We had good. a good connection. Shout out Greg. And Ooh, uh, by the way, we have Greg on the line ooh. with some bad news. Oh, he got disconnected. Never mind. Oh, okay, good. I did. I plugged the podcast on the interview, so he's probably listening. Oh, well, shit. Well, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, besides doing nothing, gambled, won some, lost some, mm-hmm. uh, went to the gym three times this week, which is okay. A new personal best for me over the last couple of months because I'm a little fat fuck. But <laughs> yeah. Hey, we love tubby cheese. Hey, it. Is bulking season, so once the uh, winter snow starts to melt, it'll be cutting season. I'll be so fucking yoked, so I'll be looking so jacked for the Las Vegas Thotties Memorial Day weekend. Right, Dominic? Not that uh, you need to look good for the Memorial Day Thotties. Uh, but about that, uh, mm. studio audience has to tell you something. You guys are pregnant. I, no, get uh, I guess she's not going to. No. Oh, we do have the studio on the line. She was away during the intro, but she's here. Yes. But. Uh, um, oh, I, I'm going to. I, I, I got to bring something the whole time. No, you were away from when we I, I told him to mute you. Yeah, I know. But I was here when you guys started the intro. Okay, babe. If you guys were looking at the camera, I haven't turned it off. Just saying. well, we don't we don't use our cameras around here. So well, I who just, cares? They're I not just see it. I just stare off into the distance. Well, I'm butt naked now, so I mean, kind of no, can't turn the camera. I, I'm not. I got my cock no, and balls out. No, well, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, show me. That's what, your what was that? I I just I just saw like skin, <laughs> but I, it looked like a titty, but I didn't see a nipple. I don't know what the fuck that was. That's because I don't want to show. If I show you my nipple, then you might you might get a boner. I poke an eye out. Exactly. It is cold up here. Put that shit on a pizza. Yeah, someone would. I I don't. I I don't like her being on the podcast anymore. I think she should. You should just kick her out. Fuck the shit. Nah, because then if I kick her out, then she's gonna kick you out, and then I gotta do the whole thing solo. Pretty much. No, I'll just stay in California. Oof! And then Dominic has a mental breakdown. And then next thing you know, I'm in a fucking you know, mental health hospital, just, yeah. But at least hold on for one more week, Dominic, because next week would be episode 260, which means that would be our five-year anniversary, even though we've missed a couple weeks since then. So technically our five-year anniversary has already passed, but we're going to celebrate it next week. So you got to at least hold on for one more week, Dominic. (laughs) Wait, are we going to? Yes. Lady, um, <laughs> Am I gonna be able to do the podcast next Friday? Since we'll be that'll be your first official day in Washington. We'll see. Gotta play it by ear. Maybe we gotta make people wait till next well, till next week. 
I got, I got to bring something up and studio audience, feel free to chime in. But uh, have you guys ever told somebody like, hey, I hate. Like, you know, for an example, like, let's say I said, Brandon, I really hate baseball videos. And that, would you start sending me baseball videos Would that, you know. I mean, it would just be like, OK, that seems like an oddly specific thing to hate, but you do you, boo. So I told your wife, girlfriend, lover, baby mama, whatever. Soon to be guest on this podcast. Soon, soon to be maybe. guest. Eventually, one day, maybe um, she. So she is in love with my old manager. She's in deep. She's head over heels for him. Like, I mean. Not rich. Not rich. Is it a uh, Brandon? <laughs> I, I know people. I, I remember not names. You Brandon. Well, not I'm me, not Brandon. You. Other Brandon. You're already hot, married to her. Hot Brandon. Yes. Yeah, sexy, older, rich Brandon. Oh, yes. I'm just going to be Asian. Ugly. I, Asian. I, did, I didn't want to say it, but that's what I was thinking. I was like the Asian guy. Yeah, the Asian guy. Well, there, there's a lot of Asian. Guys now, what do you mean? Lot. Now, when you mean older, what's older? Like in the 30s, high 20s, because she's she's younger than us. What's older, Dom? Probably 40s, right? Oh, 40s. Ooh. Brandon. Oh yeah, 40s, 50s at least. 40s. But he does look good for his age. Just so- I would, I would totally fucking suck his dick. Shout out Brandon, not me, Brandon. <laughs> Other Let's go Brandon. Brandon. Let's go Brandon. Um, Which now you can say on Twitter. Shout out Elon Musk. Thank you, buddy. Um, anyways, no. So let that sink in. She was uh, messaging me on the Instagram about how she was trying to get him to block her. So she was I said, just start spamming him videos. And she was like, I'm going to send him a bunch of rat uh, videos. I'm like, OK, because, you know, Brandon, you know, she loves rats. Oh, yes. Rats. Uh, f- one of the first things she told me when we started texting. And I was like, OK. That's, that's oh, interesting. That's that's how when you we guys... when, when we used to be talking. <laughs> well, yeah, but Anyways. you ghosted her. Yeah, yeah, I definitely ghosted. Yeah, her. Yeah, so let's not go. Let's not go down that path. Right I'm now. such an asshole. I don't know why she's barking up that brandy tree again. <laughs> but but uh, she uh, so she sent me a video of a rat today, and I'm like, you do know I fucking hate rats, right? And then she sent me like three or four rat videos. I'm like, oh god. Oh, you should put her in a group chat with Travis. Travis absolutely despises rats, like a phobia. Of rats. Oh, he's, really? he's probably worse than you. Like, uh, have you seen the latest, uh, the new Suicide Squad movie? Of course not. Well, anyways, there's the rat girl who's Portuguese. Shout out. Uh, there's the scene at the very end where they try to take down the big monster. Spoiler alert. And there's like every, like all the rats from the city or whatever kind of come out of the sewers and attack the big monster. And apparently Travis had such a like a panic attack. He like couldn't watch that film or he could kind of couldn't watch the film. Couldn't watch that part. Because he hates rats that much. So, <laughs> so, you know, so you're saying add, add them to the group chat. No, no, no. Spam. I'm just going to buy a fight. So like, is it like only real rats or like if I send him like a toy rat? Would he well, I told out? I mean, I told you it's a movie and he still can do the rat. Mo- he can still do movie rats. I think uh, I need and to get I his address. I, think he I need does, to ship think, him a toy rat. I think he listens. I don't know if he's like. I don't know if he listens, to be honest, but I think you know, he does. I think we've said a few things in the beginning once and, and he's been well, like, he I know he used to listen. I don't know if he still does listen. Um, so, Travis, if you're if you listen, stay tuned for those rat videos. You're welcome, buddy. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm the I'm the new Donnie, so he has to listen. Yes, which I don't even know what the fuck is going on. What the fuck happened? 
Dominic is such an asshole that he drove Donnie out of the CTE Fantasy Football League group chat. <laughs> no, but really, what happened? Why did he leave? I don't know. Like, they were just talking. I think Tyler was just like kind of making fun of him and he just left for whatever reason. They have their own group chat. I mean, the CTE group chat has kind of just melded into their their friend group chat. Oh, so what you're saying is Tyler's the new Donnie. <laughs> big dick yeah. with some big balls. I thought it was tiny dick, big balls. Oh, I don't know. Unless Tyler got a big dick and tiny big balls. balls. Oh. <laughs> Ask him on Wednesday. Ask him to ah. whip it out. Yeah, well, I'll just go to the bathroom when he goes to the bathroom. I'll just have to, you know, peek huh. at the stall, you know, or and they call you the big show. <laughs> uh, are we done yet? No, we're not done yet. We got to get. Into Is there the... any more? Uh, any uh, Brandon, anything else you want to talk about before we get into it? Any Sorry, more I forgot. I was muted. I said, or ask Haley. Yes, ask Haley. I'm pretty sure Haley would give it well, a realistic sketch of Tyler's genitals. Oh, but, I would say that'd be a fun game but, to play. But she wouldn't know what they look like because they're not married yet. I would say that'd be a fun game to play. Have your have the significant other sketch the penis. Well, Dominic, you don't, you glad you one. said that because today on the Yak on Henny Friday they did a a uh, genital paint off. God damn it! So you just took that from the Yak? No, this was the original idea for me. I don't watch the bullshit fucking bitch ass Yak. I mean, some of the, some of the pictures are pretty good. So you're saying know. you think they have nice penises? Yeah, and uh, Kate, I think Kate had the had the nice penis, probably the biggest penis. Kate. Yeah, shout out Kate. Kate's hilarious. Is Kate a female? Yeah, she's hilarious. And she's from Philly. She Go Phillies. Well, I can show you. Let's show me your it. penis. Yeah, I'm putting the group chat. Or no, I'll put it in everyone's group chat. That's so the studio and can see all the penises too. Everybody uh, well, gotta see. Uh, well, Everybody's got to see. Oh no! Well, she doesn't have Twitter, so I don't know if it's gonna how it's gonna oh, show. There you go. I can just imagine studio audience is fucking just makes a Twitter just to look at a penis. Bunch of penis paintings. They're beautiful penis. Well, seven beautiful penis paintings in Sass's painting. Oh, okay. I thought it was like. You look. What? You look down at your crotch and like you go like, okay, I'm gonna try to paint a. Uh, portrait of my penis so this is just their own interpretations of what their penis feels like on them basically they pair off and you have to draw the other person their penis so like you and the studio audience would pair off you studio audience to draw your penis you would draw her penis or her genitals but you can put a penis on her she she would i i would give her a very big thick decent sized cock and i know she'd be like a little line (laughs) it's funny I have a huge fucking cock. Jesus. <laughs> I just realized on the iPhone, if you go to a group chat, you hold the icon, it brings up the, the people involved and you could individually click on them and it takes it to your, your thread. Look at that. The more, you know, hey. have, you, have you updated to iOS Dominic? No, because I can't edit my thing. I, I should do that now. You should. You have to press and hold, so then you don't. Oh, have no, to keep... it's because it's because we got to do Mister X's questions of the week, so I can't. I don't want to update. And then... okay, so we'll update it later after you buy Modern Warfare Two and download that for three hours. But let's get into the MLB playoffs. We have our World Series set. If you follow us on Instagram, you would have seen what our official 
predictions are Dominic has the Phillies in six. I have the Phillies in seven, but the World Series is going on currently tied five to five in the top of the eighth. I couldn't see if there's a pitching change or not, but Houston Astros taking on the Philadelphia Phillies, the strongest team, the nut, well, number one team in the American League taking on the number six seed in the National League. So one team we knew should have, could have, probably was going to be here. And the improbable story of the Phillies continue. Dominic, both of us have the Phillies. Maybe kind of us picking with our hearts over our heads. But why do you think the Phillies will get it done in six compared to me saying they're going to get it done in seven? Because I feel like the Phillies are kind of connecting on all spectrums of the fucking field. Like their offense is great and their defense is great. And I just feel like they're... Honestly, I picked the Phillies just because I fucking hate the Astros, realistically. Um, but but no, the, the Phillies have been kind of c- gelling together, putting oh, putting complete games together and, you know, having the offense and defense kind of all coming to life is, is, you know, is what the postseason is about. It's, you know, if you're hot, you can win it all. And the Phillies have been hot. And we've even seen in, in game one, Astros jump out to a five nothing lead off their ace. You think, oh, it's going to get ugly. Astros definitely taking game one. It's going to be a sweep. Astros or Phillies have no reason to be in this, but then they battle back. They scrap claw, tie it back up at five. And I, that, I mean, I, I said it last week or a few weeks ago that the Phillies just feel like that team of destiny and they're showing it here. And, you know, they got two games in Houston. They don't need to win either game just because they've been dominant at home they've been undefeated at home so they can still hold ground and then win that game seven as i say but if they're able to steal this game one i mean that definitely sets them up because they can maybe take their foot off the gas a little bit for game two so they can rest their bullpen because they're kind of going all in right now using their heavy hitters in the bullpen and they don't have too many of those so if you can go all in with your aces with your heavy arms steal game one maybe let them rest for game two and maybe a squeak one out in a shootout or someone uh, who would be the second guy, Zach Wheeler really shoves in game two. Then you're really get the ball rolling. But I mean, this offense for the Phillies has been clicking and they need to continue to click because Astros have the better pitching on paper. The Astros have a probably better lineup if they can kind of get it, click it on all cylinders. But um, this Phillies team, there's just something about them that, that's what I, I think they're going to get it done. Now, seven, I could see them, you know, winning in seven. I can see the Astros winning in four just because the Astros are that great of a team. And they're just, no matter how good they are, they, I think they always keep getting, you know, undersold just because the 17 season when only they have like a handful of people still on that team. But th- this is going to be a fun series. And it's already starting off with, with the hot one, 10 runs scored. And now it is bottom of seven. Uh, Alvarez up to bat right now, but uh, I'm excited. Just can't have it, Dominic. And we also get a Houston Philly game uh, for Thursday Night Football next week, so that should be fun as well. Uh, anything in the... Well, there's a yeah. new Miami Marlins manager. We don't really care about that. Yeah. Uh, Silver Sluggers were announced. Good for them. But uh, well, well, since then, uh, Yankees got swept by the Astros. I kind of figured that was going to happen. Maybe the Yankees would have fought and uh, got it done in five, but uh, not a good sign for not a good end to this Yankee team. I mean, they were dominant early on. We, I think, answered a question of asking if they could possibly set the record 
for regular season wins, and they completely end with a whimper. Aaron Judge is a free agent. They have a lot of free agents. Aaron Boone is all is already been said to come back. You can really never satisfy Yankee fans unless you're hosting that trophy at the end of the year. What do you think the Yankees are going to do, and what do you think they are? What do you think they are going to do, and what should they do for next season? Or fuck the Yankees. Well, that's already given, right? Well, fuck the Yankees, but no, I mean. It, it it just kind of for me it just comes down to i mean i you can't i i don't i'm not someone who blames coaches unless the coaches is the the coach is legitimately at fault unless it's bob melvin <laughs> fuck bob melvin fucking starts mania not mike fires in the wild card game anyways um so i i i you know i'm not going to keep boone or I'm not going to hold Boone to the higher standard and be like, oh, you know, I I'm, I don't want his head, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Now, I I think it comes down to their starting pitching. You have maybe one, two good starting pitchers. You need to really work on that. Um, you need to make sure your closer isn't a piece of shit. Well, I think that piece of shit isn't going to be with them anymore. Okay, good. Um, so then you need a new closer. And uh, well, I mean, they had was it Clay Holmes and they had some other guys, but they went down. So they had a really dominant bullpen. And that's kind of where you can see the the trajectory where they had those guys in the back end. And then once they once they went down, that also the team went down. You get Lou Trevino. Shocker. We saw him blow up in game three. So uh, Frankie Montas, unfortunately, wasn't very good uh, at the back half in pinstripes. But we, we kind of saw that coming. As diehard Oakland Athletics fans, right, Dominic? Exactly. Exactly. Then on the uh, New York or on the National League side, kind of touched on a little bit. Uh, San Diego Padres, Bob Melvin gone. They go down Goodbye. in five games. You know, kind of sucks. But as I said, Philly just kind of seems like a team of destiny. And the Padres had it in game three and kind of had it or game four and probably could have had in game five as well. But the Phillies just, as I said, at home, they're just a different animal for whatever reason. They were able to come back Bryce Harp with that iconic oppo taco home run to uh, take the lead in the eighth inning. So I think the, the Padres will be, will be back next year. They get to tease. I don't know what that means for the locker room because it kind of seemed <laughs> like the Padres are like perfectly fine without Tatis, but now you add him and like obviously it's an upgrade but i just don't know what that does to the uh, to the locker room morale for 162 games so going to be going to be interesting let's, to let's see be honest. what the Tatis Padres look like back is going to be a blessing and a burden because they're i i i, I mean he say, still hasn't shown that he can stay healthy and when he gets injured it's usually cuz of dumb shit like running a goddamn motorcycle and then you start taking steroids cuz you're a fucking moron you want to heal faster what are you talking about he just had ringworm mhm Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's move over to the pig skin and talk about week eight in the NFL. So let's get into a week eight preview. Other wise known as it's time for Dominic's picks. Dominic's picks. Dominic's picks, 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 city pick picks. Bum, bum. So Thursday night, we actually had a decent Thursday night game with 
the Baltimore Ravens defeating the Tampa Bay Bucks in Florida 27-22. Bucks got off to a, a good start. Looks like they were going to bounce back, but then they just shit the bed the next three quarters. Uh, Baltimore didn't exactly light it up, but they just persisted, put up 27, beat the uh, beat the Bucks. And honestly, it wasn't that close. Bucks got a garbage time touchdown late, but uh, finally, it's official. Tom Brady and Giselle announced their divorce today, kind of a Friday news dump, tra- probably trying to change the narrative of Tom Brady's being washed up. Um, Dominic, so your thoughts on the game and also maybe not the Tom Brady personal situation because we've kind of talked about that, and I don't think that probably matters in terms of the NFL, but uh, not not good look. First time Tom Brady has lost three games in a row since 2002, 20 years ago. Damn. Um, I really don't give a shit because Tom Brady is goaded, is a goat, is the, the goat, will be the goat until maybe some Archie Manny makes his debut in the NFL and surpasses everything he's ever done. So, or Patrick don't really Mahomes. give a fuck. Fuck Pat Mahomes. Because you see some of those, I see like dumb Patrick Mahomes stats of like what he's done through X amount of games or at year this, and he's just like leaps and bounds above everybody, which asterisk shows how the NFL's changed, but also shows how fucking good he is. Um, the Bucks are, I don't say a dumpster fire, but it, it's not looking good. That defense that they leaned on a few years ago when they won the Super Bowl isn't exactly what they were. Uh, Shaq Barrett goes down. He's out for the rest of the season. Um, that offensive line, we thought it was going to be an issue at the beginning of the season. It's definitely hold true. They can't run the ball. So Tom's having to throw it a shit ton. And he's, I mean, stats wise, he's like, okay, but it's not pretty mainly just because he's throwing it like 45 times a game. And, but the problem, the, the thing is, even if they have a shit team, they're in a shit division, the Atlanta Falcons, God bless them, are leading the division right now at three and four. So we could possibly see an, another situation where, you know, nine or what, is, what would it be now with the new schedule? Eight, nine, nine and eight is probably going to win this division. Um, on the Ravens side, I, you know, they're my AFC pick, but still not feeling too great about them. They're, you know, the defense is, is still very much lackluster. Lamar, after starting off super hot the first few games, has kind of cooled off a lot since then. Uh, the run, I mean, for whatever reason, they didn't run the ball too much, even though that's kind of the weakness of the Bucks. They just threw it a ton, which I know no one cares about my fantasy football team, but I have Lamar in one league, and I was facing Lamar in the CTE league. And in the CTE league, you get points per completion, and in the other league, it's like a regular, it's like a regular scoring system. So, like the one way I could win, losing one and winning the other, or what, vice versa, is basically Patrick Mo or Lamar throwing the ball a shit ton. And that's what happened. Just making a bunch of dink and dunk pass completions, but still feeling strong about the uh, Baltimore Ravens. I think they're a playoff team still, maybe not a Super Bowl contender or strong contender. Like I thought they would be, but um, they'll, they'll be fine. They should be fine. And they get a long week. Uh, they the next game is next Monday. So I think they should be fine. So let's get into it. Dominic, let's go through the card. Uh, last week I did beat you by one game. So proud of myself. So I'm, I'm off the schneid. I finally beat Dominic in Dominic's picks. Bless the Lord. Still didn't do terribly. I think you were one game below 500. I was one game above 500 or something like that. 
I don't fucking know. We didn't do. We did okay. We both had the Patriots on Monday night. That was a miss, but mm. who cares? I'm Moving on, we got uh, a London Town game. Yeah, London Town, Dominic. That was a terrible. It was very terrible. British, that was a terrible British accent. Can you give me one better? Oi, that's Australian. Oh, um, well, uh, well, love. We got the uh, Denver Broncos traveling across the pond to take on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Duval. The Jaguars are favored by two and a half on this one. And I will set an asterisk for last week. I picked the Broncos. That was before the Russell Westbrook, West, Russell Wilson. I'm going to do it every fucking time. Unironically, <laughs> they're both playing like shit. Both Russells are playing like shit. But Wilson was ruled out after the fact I picked the game. But I'll take the L. I don't care. Uh, Jaguars favored by two and a half in this one. Haven't heard yet on if uh, Russ is going to play officially. I think he is. I mean, I thought, the, I thought they were going to sit him. Via, I don't know. Well, let's uh, look it up real quick. The news of uh, Wilson doing the high knees and calisthenics on the on the plane. I mean, just another legendary moment for Russ's corniness, Dominic. Eh. Give eh. a fuck about Russell. He's a what about uh, Justin Tucker and the uh, Ravens making fun of him on the plane? That was funny. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was funny. Uh, it says Bronco. Well, this is according to Fox News, so take that with a grain of salt. Russell Wilson to start against Jaguars, bearing barring any setbacks. Oh, NFL News says the same thing. So it looks like he will start unless he, okay. you know, wakes up and he's got a, a wonky hamstring. I mean, he is wonky though. So yeah, he's a little little kooky. Have you seen the? I know you're not like on Twitter, like around the internet that much. Have you seen his uh, subway commercials he's been doing for the Danger Witch? No. Watch out! It's spicy. They're terrible. They're all tor- I know they're like cringy on purpose, but I don't think it really helps for his reputation and his image, especially since you plan like shit. It's one thing to make corny, funny videos when you're playing when you're playing good, like Patrick Mahomes doing some dumb State Farm commercials or something. But you know, Russell Wilson, Russell Ooh. Wilson out here eating a sandwich with the paper on. Not good for his image. Let's see. Get Swifty. You're starting Derek Carr. Yeah, Derek Carr against the beaten up, terrible defense of my New Orleans Saints. And also don't have a better option with Matt Stafford going up against the 49ers. We know how that plays out. I mean, why don't you but go pick you up said like... get Swifty fucking DeAndre. Well, let's just say let's save it for the for the for the car. Let's save okay, it for the, sorry, for sorry. the preview. Jackson, I'm, going back to, I'm going back to money line only. I ain't doing that fucking spreadsheet. Hey, that's you, why, you that's did, why I lost. You didn't do too bad. I mean, you pretty much did the exact same thing you did last week. In terms of like percentage and record wise, I said last week, I think the only team you only picked like one team, if that, that won but didn't cover. So it's not like you were getting fucked over. Fine. You can, Dominic, you do whatever the fuck you want. No, this fine. Is your no, pick. no. Fine. We'll just do your it gimmicks. Then. It's your gimmicks. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. I'll fucking do it, baby. Anyways, Jaguars minus two and a half at home, kind of. They're home away from home in London town against the. Russell, don't call me Westbrook Wilson led Denver Broncos. Uh, I don't know what to make of this. I thought it was like similar with the Jaguars and the the Giants, even though the Giants are a better team than the Broncos, but I thought maybe they should be favored, but then they're not. It's a neutral site game. I the Broncos have a an elite defense. The problem is that offense. Jaguars have a pretty good offense and a decent defense. So I don't exactly know how that shakes out. So you're going with the Jags. I hate this game, but 
you got to pick one because that's the gimmick. I will take the Jaguars minus the two and a half. Also, I guess I got to take them also because I started the Jaguars defense over the Broncos defense. So fucking gave me the Jags minus two and a half. There we go, baby. I mean, it's 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 an easy pick. It's an easy pick. Then once you say it. Jags two and a half. Okay, Jags and two and a half. Moving on, we get the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings favored at home by three and a half. This is an easy pick. Easiest pick on the board. You know why? Why? Because Modern Warfare 2 dropped today. Oh, my God. Arizona Cardinals going Kyler on Kyler Murray is going to be Vikings. fucking tired. Kyler Murray is going to be dog shit. He's been playing multiplayer. He's trying to stay up and grind to get the gold camo. So Vikings minus three and a half. It's an absolute fucking lock. Book it. Dominic. Is that really what you're going with? Yep. I'm going with the Vikings strictly because of modern warfare Two. So then I'm going to, what, where are they at? Uh, uh, Minnesota minus three and a half minus three and a half. Dominic, you have the you have the Google Doc. You could always click on the link, but I'm looking. And and minus three and a half means Vikings will win by three and a half or lose, right? Dominic, we're doing this again. <laughs> this is why I didn't want to do this. Wait, if, if we start off at zero, we're starting off at an even point, Dominic. The Vikings are getting three and a half points taken away from them. So that means to make up that they have to win by more than three and a half. While the Cardinals are given three and a half points so they could lose by three points and still cover. I'm going back to money line. I'm going with the Vikings. All right, Dom's going back to the money line Vikings. So you're going to change your pick back to the, the Jaguars money line. You're going to fucking go with the, the spread as well. I'm, going, I'm just in, money line only. I'm going to go back to Jags. All right, so we're doing back to the money line for Dominic. We're going to go to the it's NFC South. We're going to go to the NFC South where we get a, I guess, battle for first place. The Atlanta Falcons taking on the Carolina Panthers. Falcons favored by four. Uh, this is an ugly matchup, but the Panthers shocked the world by beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by, what, 18 points? They Something just, like that. They put the beat down on them. PJ Walker, XFL legend, connected with DJ Moore. It's about goddamn time. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, I could see the Falcons kind of grinding it out there, the heaviest run game in the league. So four is kind of a, a tough number, I think, for them to crack. I don't like how I'm kind of taking all the favorites right now, but give me the Falcons minus the four. And give me the Falcons because... I just feel like the Panthers, yeah, they beat Tampa Bay, but it's not, I mean, look, it, it was at home. So, but looking at Tampa Bay, though, it's like, it's not like it's like a very big feat, in my opinion. So, I'm going to go with the Falcons. All right, moving on. We get the, uh, not the Cincinnati Bears, the Chicago Bears. Last time I checked, they are taking on the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry's world. Cowboys are favored by 10. Dak came back last week, got the win, did not look great. Yeah, it was not pretty at all. Um, 10 is a lot in this one. I mean, the Bears shocked a lot of people putting the beat down on the Patriots. 
uh, I'm going to take the bait. Give me the Bears plus the 10. Uh, not in love with it, but I could see the Bears kind of hanging around and the, the Cowboys sputtering. So it kind of, uh, you know, I, I still think the Cowboys win this game, but I think 10 is a lot. Um, I'm going to go. Ooh. I know the the Bears kind of had a good game last week. I know it wasn't against a particular good team, but no, yeah, I, I, I know I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I think I, I think you have to go with the Cowboys in the situation with what they have. Their defense is pretty good. Their offense should be great, and no Zeke, so that means Tony Pollard should be getting you know a thousand yards, right? Exactly, exactly. Not. Dominic's not biased whatsoever. Then we move on. We get the Brandon Bowl. The Las Vegas Raiders traveled to New Orleans to take on the New Orleans Saints. Um, hard for me to be biased in this one because both my teams are playing. Uh, Raiders favored also slightly a one and a half. Uh, big total in this one, 49 and a half. The Saints have shown they cannot stop a nosebleed. Uh, yeah. The Raiders have really been getting the running game going. Josh Jacobs has been a pleasant Surprise for them, Alvin Kamara. Trade rumors a swirling, but he has not gone anywhere quite yet. Um, Dominic, I know you can bet with your heart. I can't. Who do you have in this one? Raiders, of course. Of course. I'm always. Always. I'm always gonna pick the Raiders. I think you just you can just always skip over me on a Raider game because I'm gonna go with the Raiders no matter what, because I'm a diehard. Raider Nation. Let's ride. <clears throat> I got the Raiders as well. Um, you know, v- really tough start to the season for the Raiders, but they get a really not an easy schedule per se, but they got a lot of winnable games coming up. And with the Chargers and Broncos kind of not exactly being as good as we thought they would be, I think this can be a really good stretch for the Raiders to to come back, get over that 500 mark, and fight for a playoff spot. As I said, Saints not looking great. Um, I could see this as a, a sneaky shootout. So uh, that total at 49 and a half, I think could be cleared, but uh, give me the Raiders minus the one and a half kind of surprised. It's this uh, small of a number. So that's why I'm kind of much more in favor of the Raiders here. If it was, you know, up to three and a half or something, maybe I would look at the saints, but uh, they have a lot of injuries right now. And Andy Dalton will be starting, not our King Jameis Winston. So that also hurts them. So give me the Raiders and they continue to roll. We Raider get to Nation. Raider Nation. Let's ride. Shut the, the, fuck up. My, the Miami Dolphins travel up north to Detroit to take on the Lions. Dolphins, a slight favorite, three and a half points over the Kitties. Uh, Tua comes back, gets the win on Sunday night, doesn't cover, but gets the win. Shout out. And uh, Lions, after they started off hot offensively, have not been that, but as we said, DeAndre Swift is coming back. Daddy's coming back. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown was knocked out early with a concussion. I think he should be good to come back. So the that Lions defense is, or Lions offense rather, should be healthy, ready to go. That being said, I'm still taking the Dolphins. I think their offense is just too much for that shitty Detroit Lions defense. Maybe the Lions keep up with them, and this could be another one of those uh, early season Detroit Lions shootouts which I would love to see uh, numbers at 51 and a half. So 
the books think that could be a shootout as well. But um, Dolphins, you know, Tua gets the rust, more of the rust taken off him, and they uh, handily beat the Lions in this one. Part of me wants to go with the Lions because I just feel like it's going to be one of those fluke wins. But my heart's telling me to stick with the Dolphins. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Tua and Tyreek Hill are just going to go off. We got an AFC East matchup with the New or not the New Orleans, the New England Patriots travel to the Meadowlands to take on the New York football Jets and the Jets, the second place Jets. Are they a playoff team? I think they are a playoff team. I um, think so. Uh, the Jets are underdogs at home, two and a half against the Patriots. Patriots that uh, we had a quarterback controversy, but Bill Belichick said eh, eh, eh. that was the play in the whole time. Mac had the, the soggy ankle, so he came out for Zappy. Zappy looked great basically because he scored on two broken plays, but we're not going to talk about that. Then he looked like shit at the end of the game. That being said, New York Jets have been a pleasant surprise. Underdogs at home. Are you taking the bait, Dominic? Yes. No, I don't know. I got I got sucked into, you know, football standings so we i really don't know what to make of this patriots team like i liked him a couple weeks ago then they bring in zappy come on then they bring in mac jones who mac jones yes uh but i i it's very tough for me to get a gauge on the patriots i still don't have a good gauge on what the jets exactly are but the jets are gonna win this game they're gonna blow the fucking roof off of the patriots and it's going to be amazing because you're going to see Bill Belichick retire. I, I think the Brees Hall injury does hurt them. But they, uh, they mean, signed what's his name? I know. I mean, you bring in James Robinson, but you can't just have him know the whole playbook in like a th- in three days. And well, I love giving the ball, run it out. You're fine. Yeah. Everyone knows what an inside zone and a toss is. He can exactly. He's fine. I, I guess sweep. You're fine. All right, yeah. We're going to take the bait. Both of us uh, get us on the hook. Jets plus two and a half for me. Dominic said, fuck it. He's taking Jets outright with the money line. Uh, that pays out to plus 118. So look out for your boy. Uh, continuing on, the Phil- the Philadelphia Eagles host the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Pennsylvania Bowl, as the Steelers are given, or they're getting, rather, 10 and a half. I have maybe the biggest number on the books. I think it's tied with the Sunday night game. Uh, Dominic, can the Steelers, I know this one maybe is different for you because you're just picking who's winning, but uh, I would assume you're taking the Eagles, but let's just play devil's advocate. Can the Steelers keep it close? No. Okay. Eagles are just, for some reason, just, I don't want to say it, but they're just doing everything perfectly. So Eagles are going to go 7-0. Okay. Okay. Eagles coming off a bye. Uh, correct. So they got a, a lot of time to uh, get healthy, get their mind right. They got Robert Quinn from the Bears. Great pickup. Great so, pickup. I mean, there's also rumors maybe Alvin Kamara is going to the Eagles or possibly the Bills. I don't know, but uh, the, the rich get richer over there in Philly. And I mean, the Raiders did spend millions of dollars to get a receiver. So, I mean, you can't say rich get richer. True that. True that. Um, I, I, 
give me the Phil, uh, give me the the Phillies or the Eagles uh, minus ten and a half. It's a big number. I don't like taking that big number, but um, I mean, I picked the Steelers last week to keep it in the number for the against the Dolphins. They were able to do that, but the Eagles are just a different animal. Life and their defense is much stronger than what the uh, Dolphins are. And that offense, even though it's not as flashy, um, they can just you know death by a thousand paper cuts with the run game, and they can throw it deep with AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. I heard maybe TJ Watt is going to play a little bit, maybe on a little bit of a snap count. So um kind of leaning towards the Steelers, but I'm gonna gonna keep it uh with the Eagles. Finally, we'll move on to the afternoon games or the late afternoon games for you East Coast people. The Tennessee Titans take on the Houston Texans. Surprisingly a small number in this one as the Tennessee Titans are only a two and a half point favorite on the road against the lowly Houston Texans. Mm. Seems like mm. a rat line. Seems like t- Tennessee should be favored more than this, right, Dominic? Or right? Or are the Texans going to pull off the in-division upset? I feel like all the Titans have to do is just give the ball to Derrick Henry in this game. Just let him fucking mow him over. Then he could say that all the Texans have to do is give it to Damian Pierce. And let him just run all over the place. But who's better, Piers or, or Henry? I mean, right now, King Henry. But I mean, Damien Damien Pierce is a dog. Got that dog in him. I'm going with the Titans. Fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the rat line. I'm gonna take the Texans plus two and a half. I think I'm completely fading Travis. Travis has his uh, trapdoor to hell parlay. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, his parlays because they seem to always lose by one. But well, I tried to help him out last week. He want he was going to take Tampa Bay minus a thirteen. I said, yeah, please do not do that. Saved his ass on that one. Yeah, gave yeah. him gave him Jacksonville minus three. That one didn't pay out, but at least the Jags were covering at points during that game. So at least it gives you hope. I didn't love the play, but that was just kind of throwing something out there. So uh, I saved Travis some some embarrassment, but I was unable to uh, get him to cash the the ticket the whole way. I'm trying to see if I can pull up the thing. All right. So he's got the Raiders minus the one betting with his heart. He does have the uh, Titans minus two and a half. So he's fading me on that one. And then he's got a, uh, a point total coming up in the Colts come a uh, commie game. Is this the next one on deck? It is not, uh, but we will talk about the New York football giants taking on the Seattle Seagulls, the Seagulls favored by three at home. Maybe we thought this was going to be a dog shit matchup, but in terms of records, both of these teams leading their division, I do believe Giants five and one Seahawks don't remember off the top. Giants of are six and one, six and one Giants, six and one Dominic. This is why you're here because you're so fucking smart. Uh, Seagulls are doing fantastic as well. Not exactly a sexy, sexy team either way, but Geno Smith just continues to do it. People forget how done. good he was. People forget how good he was in college. Uh, DK Metcalf is out, I believe. So that will hurt them, but they re- they rely heavily on their run game. And Kenneth Walker is an absolute beast. Saquon Barkley is a beast. Could see this one being a, a low scoring, uh, run heavy type game. Uh, similar spot that the Giants were in last week against Jacksonville. They're able to win. Can they do it again this time in your neck of the woods, kind of in Seattle? See, part of me wants wants to give it to Seattle, but the Giants are just 
surprising everyone. So I think I'm going to give it to the Giants. I think, I think with DK being out, they're going to lock down Lockett, no pun intended, and um, you know it's going to force the run game, and they're going. I'm, I think that Giants D line can maybe force them out. So um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Giants. I think this one's a tough one. I don't have a good gauge on exactly how these two teams are going to mesh. Um, Giants just continue to seem to, to get it done and find a way. Their defense, I think, is sneaky good, and their offense is kind of coming along. They they did trade Kadarius Toney to the Chiefs, but, I mean, he was hurt and wasn't really doing too much anyways. But yeah. Daniel Jones is – I mean, he's not fucking up. That I think that's all they can really ask for, and he's stealing rushing yards away from Saquon Barkley, but – <laughs> whatever uh i guess game of the giants too you know they're more of a they're a healthier team at the moment uh i, I have more faith in their defense to kind of lock up lock it no pun intended but uh yeah so we're both uh on the giants on that one on the g-men uh staying out west as the san francisco 49ers take on the los angeles rams this one's a tight one Almost a pick them as the 49ers are slight, slight favorites on the road, even though it's so five, so you can't really say it's on the road because it's probably going to be draped in red against the Los Angeles Rams. 49ers, another week with Christian McCaffrey at practice. Didn't get the win against the Chiefs, but it is the Chiefs, Dominic. Yeah. Um, 49ers, Rams, 49ers always play the Rams hard. They seem to just have their number for whatever reason. Rams did get the win last year at home during the regular season and the NFC playoffs. So maybe they have a little bit better shot at home for whatever reason. Does, uh, do you think the Rams kind of get back on track coming off their bye? Part of me wants to say yes, but they all, I also kind of want to give it to the, to the Niners. Cause I feel like it's for me, it's, it is going to be a pick them. I really don't know what to think. Um, probably. You know what? I'm going to give it to the Rams. I think Cooper Cup's going to go off, and that's going to be the game, deciding the game right there. So, Okay, okay. I, I think I'm going to give it to the 49ers. Uh, I, I don't love it, but I, I just feel like the, the offensive line of the Rams still isn't exactly there. Um, they're going to want to establish the run, not going to be able to do it. So far, that throwing game hasn't been up to snuff except for Cooper cup. They are getting Van Jefferson back. So maybe that can kind of help them spread it out a little bit more, maybe get Alec Robinson involved. Um, but as I said, 49ers seem to always play the, the Rams close and this is a, a small number. So it's pretty much just who you think is going to win. So I uh, gave the 49ers. They uh, are kind of not in a must win territory, but they definitely are kind of reeling after losing to the Falcons and to the uh, Chiefs. So they they definitely, I think, need this one more than the uh, Rams do. Uh, then we get the Washington Commanders taking on the Indianapolis Colts in Indy, the sexiest quarterback matchup on the slate as we get Taylor Heineke taking on Sam Ellinger, or whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, Colts, a slight favorite at minus three. Total on this one is 39 and a half. Travis, friend of me of the podcast, says this is going to be a sneaky shootout. Dominic, do you agree? I just don't understand how it's a sneaky shootout. I just don't understand it. Well, I mean, at 39 points, you can just win it, you know, 
20, 23, 21. And that's a, you hit your over. So it's not exactly a shootout, but maybe like a 27, 24 type who, game. Who's starting for the Colts again? Goddamn it. Sam El- Elling- Ellinger or whatever the fuck his name is. And it's Heineke for the command. I'm going to go with the commanders. Okay. Okay. Sam Elling- Ellinger. There we go. Just stop while you're ahead. I got in front of me. That's what his fucking name is. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Shoot. So you got the commies. I got the Colts. Give me the Colts minus the three. And uh, just to be an asshole, give me the under, even though life is too short to take the under. So Travis, you're guaranteed to hit that over now. You're welcome, buddy. The Sunday night matchup seemed a whole lot sexier a few weeks ago, but now it looks like a massacre as the Green Bay Packers take on the Buffalo Bills. Bills, this one has climbed up to 11. So this is the biggest number on the books. Dominic, uh, Packers not looking great. Uh, no, you're not the biggest Pat McAfee guy, but have you kind of paid attention to the Aaron Rodgers interviews and kind of how he's coming across recently? No, I have not. Not great. Uh, you know, Aaron like ver- verge of retirement, not great or no. I mean, he's just kind of saying that, you know, there's some guys that need to step it up and maybe limit their reps or whatever. Well, he's all, I don't want to say he's like not taking accountability, but he's also kind of like not, intro being introspective and like saying things he can do better or how he's fucking up. It's more just kind of like everybody else is fucking up. It's not his fault. Yeah. I understand that. It's not his fault. His O line needs to step the fuck up and give him the time he needs to find those receivers, bro. Yeah, bro. Come on. Come at me, bro. That being said, do the Packers get their shit together and do they pull off the upset? Oh, and God, beat no. the okay. Well, okay, you know, plus four hundred. That's that's very valuable, Dominic. The, that's a big number if you think the Packers could pull it off. I, no, no, God no. Eleven's a lot. It's Aaron Rodgers on prime time. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the bait once again. Just call me Fish Chalet. Give me the Packers and the eleven. Um, you know, if it was like nine and a half, then I probably would take the Bills. But you know. Up, up over the 10 so it's an important number i think the packers especially like maybe late where the bills can like take the foot off the gas they're up by 14 or 21 or something at mm-hmm. you know going to the fourth quarter packers you know steal some garbage time touchdowns and just sneak it in with the back door so give me the give me the packers plus the 11 don't love it but it's almost kind of like the people who are taking the bucks last uh yesterday just saying like oh it's tom brady he, he's not going to lose three in a row and then he, he lost three in a row yeah Moving on to the Monday night football matchup. We got the battle of Ohio battle for Ohio. Sorry, Mr. X. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but the Cincinnati Bengals take on the Cleveland Browns. No Jamar chase. Unfortunately, he is out for four to six weeks. It looks like Bengals still favored by three in this one. Bengals looked like they were getting back on track after we kind of jumped off the bandwagon. Dominic, we jump it back on the bandwagon, but if we jump on the bandwagon, maybe we're going to weigh it down and we're going to slow the bandwagon down. Well, I'm scared because who's Joe Burrow going to throw the ball to? He's going to throw it to T. Higgins. T. Higgins season. It definitely has nothing to do with the fact I traded for him a couple weeks ago for Damian Pierce. And I'm a little reluctant about that. I'm kind of regretting it. But now T. Higgins is a number one receiver in Cincinnati. He's going to fucking do work. Joe Burrow is fantastic. I mean, he is probably the number three or four quarterback right now in fantasy behind the obvious of like, you know, Allen Mahomes and Herbert slash Lamar, however you want to kind of put him in there. 
I'm scared, man. I'm going go with the Bengals still, no matter what. I think they're just going to run over the Browns. But, you know, with them losing Jamar Chase, it's just it, – it hurts them a lot. But hopefully he comes back and he, you know, it's healed up 100% that they can, you know, get into the playoffs and have a healthy run. It definitely does hurt them. Luckily, the Bengals have a, a really deep receiving core with Boyd and Higgins. I mean, Boyd is the number three guy, and he can probably be a, a two – or even a one in some offenses. So yeah. the Bengals should be fine. Now, maybe the defenses kind of like shrink and they aren't going to be as spaced out because they don't have that deep, deep threat like Jamar uh, can do. Now, if this was in Cincinnati, I'd be much more confident in this pick, but three points on the road. Uh, I'm still going to take the Bengals. Shout out who day, who day say going to beat them Bengals. Uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago against the, the Dolphins, I, I wasn't very too sure of them, but they have, they proved me wrong. They've definitely kind of shaken that uh, Super Bowl hangover. They've taken their Pedialyte. They've had a good, healthy breakfast and whatever the fuck else you got to do to get off a hangover. Looking a lot better than the Rams are right now. So we're both on the Bengals bandwagon. And uh, yeah. And as I said, Thursday night, Philadelphia Eagles, Houston Texans in Houston. Unfortunately, the World Series would be in Philly if that game, if that series goes that long. Look headline gives the Texans uh, plus nine, but we're not going to cover that. We'll talk about that win. It is finished next week. Uh, Dominic, any uh, NBA things you want to talk about? Clay Thompson got a little chirpy. First time ever, he got ejected. Uh, Steve Nash got ejected as well. The Lakers, 0-4. They're oh, god-awful again. 0-5. They are blaming Russell Wilson because he sucks. Westbrook. I know I did that one on purpose. But uh, but he didn't play whatever the fourth game was, and they still lost. So you can't blame it all on him. news you know just i think i think can we, can we agree that the the 2020 nba championship is much more of a mickey mouse title than the dodgers one is yes thank you now i'm not saying the dodgers one is completely legitimate but that nba one is a little bit of a joke i mean lebron or a lot or a lot of bit of a joke unless the heat beat the lakers in that series then it was a completely earned victory yeah but LeBron and AD won that, and it's just, you know, stupid, 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 stupid. Next uh, week or the week after, who knows when the fuck we're going to do our fifth anniversary podcast. We'll do our official NBA predictions in memor- in memoriam. As- so you're going to tell me we're going to have like a fucking three hour long podcast? No, oh we're God. not. I mean, let's be honest. We don't talk too deep in depth on the nba maybe i go up to spokane and i have to sit on your bed and we do the podcast there because you know <gasps> five year anniversary are, are you or we do the nba preview on your bed in san lorenzo i'm not gonna be there on wednesday <sighs> we'll see my people talk to your people all right let's move out of sports and get into the fan mail segment other known as it's time time again for mr x's questions of the week bum bum there we go sorry i went on instagram and apparently uh kyrie irvin's out here posting anti-semitic film stuff on uh twitter or something so you serious so uh Kyrie irving 
right there with Kanye West. All right. So we actually have a response to the call to action, which we usually never get. But shout out to Joey. Joey's in the tree line. Shout out, Mr. Knutson. Shout out. Shout out. He uh, has a question for us in the NFL sphere. Did Brady choose football over his wife or did they naturally split? Dominic, are you? I, th- lean, I think are you he, leaning into the conspiracy theories? I mean, I, I, I legitimately think Brady was like, I want to play. And she was like, baby, no, you need to retire. Be there for the kids. And he was like, you know, I know it's a it's a joke, but he probably legitimately in his head was like, fuck these kids. I want to fucking play. I want to win. I want to win. Like he's competitive. So I think he said, if you're not going to support me, I'm not going to support you. She said, fuck you. And he said, fuck you, too. Let's divorce. So I'm, I think he chose football over the wife and kids. I do wonder, I mean, psychoanalyzing, you know, like what happened for that? Like what week or two that he was un- unretired or he was retired and then he came back was like their relationship already on the rocks and he retired to try to save it. But then he realized like it wasn't going to be saved. So then that's like, that's kind of when they broke up was all the way back in February or whatever. Cause didn't he like, un- didn't, was it he retired during the super bowl or what did he unretire during the super bowl? Or he, I know he stole the headlines during the super bowl week. I, I thought it was a, he retired. And then a couple weeks later was, he came back. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, when did he, he he did something like during the Super Bowl week. Did he retire? Did I think I was him retiring. Okay. Anyways, I think there probably is something to it. Um, just the timeline and, you know, you play till you're 45. You have however many kids. You, you, your wife probably wants you to, to be around them because he's like an ultra focused guy. And it's not just like he goes to the field and once he comes home, it's all about family. So. I think there is something, something to it. Well, but but then you also got to remember that, like, you know, that's something that you she should admire, though, as somebody that like he's focused, he wants it that bad. Like, okay, I got to fucking just put up with it. But then, I don't know. Mm-mm. All right, just let's go fuck the pool boy. Cheat on cheat on Tom. Who gives a shit? You know, don't get divorced. Yeah, stay in a crippling marriage that's bad for your health yes be a man moving over to the dm shout out johnny roca sending in our sending in some questions a threesome of questions his first one staying on the tom brady bandwagon who finishes with a better record this season green bay or tampa bay Ooh, ooh. i think i'm gonna give the edge to tampa I feel like I feel like Tampa has the more the the higher probability of winning more games. I think Green Bay is just nothing's going to change. They're going to they might win another couple games, but I don't see them I don't see them being above 500. So my original instinct was to to side with you and go with the Bucks, and so I pulled up the schedule just to kind of see Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Bay still has to face the Lions twice. Um, Cowboys, Titans, Eagles, Bears, Rams, Dolphins, Vikings. While the Bucks, they got uh, the Rams, Seahawks, Browns, Saints, 49ers, Bengals. Um, 
Saints, 49ers, Bengals, Cardinals, Carolina, and the Falcons. So I would say the Bucs actually have like a harder schedule going forward, but I think the Bucs are a better. I don't know. I think I'm going to go with Green Bay. I think the Packers are kind of a better team right now. I mean, I don't obviously I don't love either team, but I think Aaron Rodgers is playing better than Tom Brady. Tom Brady has more weapons around him than what Aaron Rodgers does. But the defense for the Packers is like league average while the Bucks is kind of falling apart. And another one with Shaq Barrett, that also doesn't help them. So I'll split the difference. Dominic's going with the Bucks, and I will go with the Packers. Number two, most memorable Halloween costume you have ever wore. Ooh. That I've ever worn. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm going through the database of my brain. I mean, I was the hamburger helper hand before, and some lady invited me into her house to help her cook dinner. She took her up on the offer, but I didn't want to get molested again. Um, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Again, you can't just, just run right past that. Oh, we're running right past it. Um, okay. And then... Anything is there anything else? I mean, like I have, I mean, like typical things. Like I was a banana once. I was a, a cow, but I, and someone kept jerking my udders off. Nothing came out of it though, which was disappointing. I wish I would have rigged it to like squirt milk or something or water. Um, oh, that was the first time you got molested. <laughs> um, no, uh, I I don't I don't ever think I really like ever. Which is killing me because, I mean, like, I don't think I ever, like, my parents, I never made my parents, like, buy me a costume or, you know, like, I never, like, put together, like, I take that back. There was one year, it was, like, a few Halloweens ago, uh, had, like, this really scary looking mask and, like, I, 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 I dressed up and, like, tried to look, I put some, like, bags in my jacket and stuff like that trying to look a little more like i was a stuffed animal like a stuffed figure and i did get to scare a couple kids but you know i it wasn't it wasn't uh it wasn't as like i wanted to be a lot more scarier but it didn't come out that way so but i think hamburger helper was probably the most fun because people kept laughing at me so so early on in my in my youth I was used much more into the Halloweens and had more different costumes. Let's see. I was like a Power Ranger. I was the Red Ranger. Um, but I think the most memorable one would probably be third grade. I think it was third grade or fourth grade. Whatever. One of those one of those grades. I was Kane. My aunt uh, made me like a, a not a onesie, but like a you know, a black outfit with like some red stripes going across. And I had a, a cane plastic match, which or a not a plastic. Eh, what what do you call it? Not a I mean, I guess they're plastic, but it's not a like plastic plastic. It, the one that goes around your whole head, not just in your face. I don't know. One of those masks, one of those cheap masks. Yeah, sure. I still got that bitch. I still got a cane, got the cane mask. Still got a psychosis match, which in my later years, I used to throw that on and go to parties because I'm fucking lazy. And I don't want to spend too much on a costumes i what my like a last costume i put like some decent effort into was lil wayne what just be clear no blackface just a grill oh. and some just grill dreads 
and a nice sick retro uh, Toronto, uh, Toronto Blue Jays out with the fresh white tee and some skinny jeans. Uh, but my actually and, speaking and, and, of, speaking of blackface, my uh, my uncle was Fat Albert one year. So this is pre Cosby, and he was and he might have had some some stuff on his face. <clears throat> but your your uncle works for the city, so I mean it had to be dirt from a hard day's work. Well, I mean this one was what fifteen years ago, and I kind of forget what he was doing at the time, but I don't think he was smoking crack. Yeah, he yeah. was doing crack down at the down at the. Uh, at the landfill with the kids. Yep. Yep. But anyways, hey, hey, hey. moving on to the third question. What is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of the scariest thing that has ever happened to you? It could be near death injury, something spooky, whatever. Thursdays. What's wrong with Thursdays? No. Sorry. Um, I mean... I mean, my obvious pick was was COVID because that's the only time I've ever been like ill to the point of like death. You know, being told that if they don't put the thing breathing machine on me, that I'm gonna die, and I was just like, "Oh, fuck you too." Then I was give strap me up, bitch. But um, I don't really think I've ever. Besides that, I've I've you know never really had like a. I'm not going to say it. I don't want to jinx myself. I'm not going to say it, but I think I, I, I think COVID ha- is by far the s- most scariest I've ever been in my life. So. Oh, yeah. Kind of hard for me to top a, a near COVID death. Yeah. Um, scariest thing. Oh, well. One, I think I've told the story before. Me and Travis one time went to Six Flags. I think last time went to Six Flags. And we were on the Medusa ride or one of the rides and had the overhanging latch. And like right before we uh, or like we were taking off, we were like barely going up the beginning and we could feel like the things loosen, like they were moving up and down. It's not Medusa. I That happens to me. That's why I stopped going on that ride at Six Flags. It's like a blue ride, right? I forget. It's like it's like one of the first ones. You, like which, the what you do is you 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 get on and you go up backwards, right? Like you get. Dominic, this up. was like this was the eighth grade. This was like a thousand years ago. I don't fucking remember, but sure. But that's well, it, Six Flags is a ride that I went on it twice in my lifetime. And each time it felt like my fucking harness was going to come off. Yeah, did not like that one. No. Uh, the, my little my not very much of an accident, but that you was all fucking but that was scary. Hey, it could have been a, Dominic. It could have been a lot worse. Like if that Pussy. fucking happened, if that happened to me while I was on the fucking freeway, I could have died. Just imagine if your front axle drops out on you, you can't steer or do anything. Yeah, it's called slam on the brakes. Yeah, and then what happens if someone slams it behind you when you're on the freeway? Uh, then they're at fault in California. If you get rear-ended, it doesn't matter if you were on the phone, if you were fucking jerking off, you get rear-ended, they're at fault. Mm. But even what happens if I like slam on the brakes, but I'm still slightly turned one way, I can veer off into the other lane or into traffic. Who cares? Ah, I'll be fine. You're in a um, Jeep. Yeah. Uh, did one of those haunted thingies back in the day, like in Vegas. That was scary. I mean, it wasn't It's like a you get jolted, but then you're not like then you're fine because you just I keep telling myself like it's not like, real. It's, it's not, not real. real. They're not going to touch real. you. But and then they do I, touch you. Haven't done the uh, 
Oh, I'm sorry to bring up those memories. But something with Halloween, Dominic. No wonder we never do things for Halloween. You just exactly. uh, just it's triggering havoc. Yeah, shout out Halloween, and you just like the never mind. <clears throat> shout out Shotzi. All right, Shotzi. moving on. Uh, Mister X has apparently he has recovered from his illness. He is back and ready to rock. So let's send it on over to Dominic and uh, see what Mister X has to say on the matter. Well, Mister X, before I read your question, happy to hear that you're doing great. I didn't want to have to give you a T's and P's. So just know that, well, actually, you're always on my mind, actually, because I look at the special little logo and, you know, I'm sorry, I'm getting mesmerized by your artist, art, artistic skills. Anyways, he says, hello again. Hello again. Do you think if Tom had retired a few years ago, he'll still be married today? I think they would have divorced a year after he retired because he would be fucking watching football and fucking doing all the fucking analyzing shit. And it would bug her the fuck having him at home a lot more. So I think they would have broken up a long time ago if he would have retired a few years ago. So. Got a J2 real Muto wall scraper home run in the 10th inning, six to five. Love to see it. Um, I mean, it's very similar to the question that Mr. Knutson had, Knutson. but. Maybe, probably. I mean, we don't know. They're very private about their personal life, so don't exactly know. But, I mean, we were talking about it like his last year of New England. We thought like, oh, he's fallen off and maybe he should retire. But then he won in 2020. Like, okay, he's back. He had a fantastic year. 2021 was still pretty good. Still one of the top guys, mainly just he was thrown all over the place. But um, now we've kind of seen the, the fall far off, the fall far fall off. English. Better boy. Yeah. Who wins the World Series and how many games does it take? Well, we've kind of well, Mr. He, X go he, to, we've answered that question. Mr. X already. go to curveballs and CS on Instagram. You'll see the lovely graphic that I slaved over. He's a slave. Shout out Adobe. You. Shout out the Adobe Express app. It's very good. good Mr. X, I cannot be as good of a graphic designer as you, but never in my in my dreams, I can try to be one on Adobe Express. Is that a paid advertisement? Uh, no, because it's oh. a free app and I don't oh, okay. use it or I don't pay for it. Okay. Shout out to Bronson Arroyo for being elected into the Reds Hall of Fame. Shout out. 23. Fuck Bronson Arroyo. Why do we hate Bronson Arroyo? Uh, he's, he was addicted to all the... Well, when I was a Giants fan, he was addicted to the Giants players. Talking mm-hmm. hell of shit. When's uh, Brandon Phillips going to be in the uh, Reds Hall of Fame? He used to be one of my favorite players back in the day. And he's also a Jade Cargill's boyfriend, baby daddy, something. No, really? when she was, uh, yeah, I, I forget when she was in, uh, when AEW was in Cincinnati a couple weeks ago, which Mr. X was going to attend, but he was sick, T's and P's, all the good fun stuff. But he, I'm pretty sure she was wearing a Reds jersey and she had some like Reds ice on. I would assume that was all the Brandon stuff. Uh, probably. <clears throat> Time for Mr. X's in a chill update. Bum, 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 bum. In your NHL update, the season is about to, is a couple of weeks old now. Boston, Philadelphia sit atop the Atlantic and Metropolitan Divisions, respectfully. The former two-time champion, Lightning, are struggling early in the season. In the West, Dallas, Vegas currently rule the Central Pacific. The reigning champs, the Avalanche, are right behind the Stars in second place. After winning only their home opener, 
my ducks quack 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 motherfucker sit in last place after losing their last six games in record setting news vegas phil kessel is nhl's new iron man after playing in his 990th consecutive game as a pro knowing that he also scored his 400th career goal on the same night the nhl also unveiled the new throwback alternative jerseys for the season with some great nods to the past. I did see that. Um, I saw the Sharks one. The Sharks, I, I, I assume they're going for like the old Oakland Seals look. Um, don't love those ones, but uh, the other ones definitely did look cool, I will say. I, I used to have a Sharks jersey back in the day, back in like middle school. But now we have Barracudas. They, I mean, we are, we used to be, bar- well, I do have Barracuda jerseys, but. Have you seen that the Barracuda have like a nice new little uh, arena now? Yeah. Fortunately, you guys, you can't go. You can't go. Yeah. I mean, I saw. saw some of the Kraken. It's fine. Kraken. Kraken dick. What? What? Sucking what? dick. What? Sucking fucking dick. Anyways. Well, it was kind of obviously on the way back. When exactly do you see them? Could they return? Could they wait till four kills? Always, always, always. I, I definitely do think they will be back before full gear. Maybe, they, well, maybe they make their debut at full gear uh, with the trios titles kind of just out there. Maybe they, they come back, wrestle for them and win them back. Um, Wouldn't that be a slap to the face, though? Well, I mean, they, they are doing the storyline of Legado del Fant- wrong Mexican group. Sorry, that was racist. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Nope, not Los Ingobernables. I got this. I got Triangula de la Muerte. There we go. That's, that's the one. There we go. Sorry, I only got so much Spanish in my, my little Death brain. Of triangle. Uh, so they are kind of sprinkling and possibly they're breaking up with uh, with Pack. But um, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was interesting. Now, I don't want to read too, too much into it that maybe they're just, you know, setting something up just for them to come back and they're not going to tell like, a deeper story of you know they're the elite in all elite wrestling and they have kind of fallen out of favor and fallen apart but um glad to see they're back and cm punk it seems all things considered he has been told to respectfully fuck off by everybody and their mother in AEW. love to see it as expe- expectations uh, not as i can't read i'm tired are expectations high for the rock's daughter and how well do you think she will do as a part of Schism? Well, good that she's, you know, made her debut when she's going to get some Finally. reps. Now, is it the best thing for her? I don't know. You know, putting her in a very overly gimmick group, it can kind of protect her and kind of have other people do a lot of the heavy lifting. Now, Maybe you would say she's not ready for that, or you just bring her up on her own. She be she can be like not a run of the mill wrestler, but just kind of be her own person and not super over the top gimmicky. But I do think the name is kind of dumb. Like I get it, you want to distance, you don't want to have the rock shadow over her, but also it's like that's who she is. Like you, you see her, you know that's the rock's daughter. You're just gonna ignore that, or you're just gonna speaking platitudes and say i'm gonna pave the pave my own path okay mm-hmm. 
That's all. Is that all on the Rock's daughter? By the way, didn't say this on the on the bullet cast. <clears throat> sorry, the other podcast because nice. you know they're uh, they try to try to bring me down and try to mute what I have in this brain of mine. Ava Rain definitely sounds like a porn star name. <laughs> and I'm not uh, wrong. Lastly, do you think they should make Halloween have like a main roster pay per view now that they're changing up the event schedule? He also adds, "I want that inflatable pumpkin back." I think we all want the inflatable pumpkin back. I want Shotzi's pumpkins. Okay, Dominic, calm, calm the fuck down. Studio audience is still on the line, but she's probably asleep, so you got away with one. Um, <laughs> I mean, they, they could bring it back, but I think now it's been so tied to NXT that I don't think they're going to use a NXT name now and bring it up to the main roster, but... um. That would be. I do wish they kind of went more with the more WCW type feel, but you know they had the the door or the house for in your house. But because that's a WWF thing, they can really they can lean on that. And now they can't really lean on it because it's WCW and they don't really they acknowledge the history a little bit, but they don't want to go full bore with it. But I do like uh, since Hell in a Cell's gone away, where it seems like we're going away with more of the gimmick pay per views. It gets some no ways out, Armageddon's backlash, all that. Good fun stuff. Get just the the no gimmick gimmick names. No gimmick gimmick names. Love to see it. Well, that's it for Mr. X's questions. If you want to be like Mr. X, email us curveballncs at gmail.com. You can DM our Instagram ambassador. Yes, at curveballs and CS. All the pertinent links are in the description of said podcast. So Let's get into the wrestling. Uh, just quickly, Dominic wanted to get your thoughts on Bray Wyatt. We are now three weeks in to his debut. Uh, we had a we saw the mask, and now we have the uh, the new. I don't well, haven't seen it exactly, but we get if I can. I keep typing in. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, I am just all over the place right now. I can't type WWE on Fox. There it is. There it is. We have. Uncle Howdy, that's the guy in the mask, I guess. But Uncle Howdy, Uncle Howdy, I don't know if you've seen this. I guess I will send it to you on Instagram. No, I, you're, you're good. I see. Yeah, right well, it's too fucking late. I already sent it to you. Um, your thoughts on uh, the Bray Wyatt stuff? Three weeks in, obviously early, so we can't like have too harsh of an opinion on it. But what what is your thoughts on what Bray Wyatt's doing right now? It's just. I don't understand the mask. Like, out of all the things you could fucking do, your uncle howdy. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking understand it, Brandon. I don't. I mean, Bray Wyatt is super creative. He has all these cool ideas, but except for the, the, the cult leader where we had some really good matches in the six mans and the, the Daniel Bryan matches, it has failed to equate to good in-ring matches and good stories told in the ring. So I'm intrigued to see what he does, but I'm also holding out optimism that it's going to be the greatest thing of all time. Uh, quickly, let's just uh, run through Dynamite, which I did think was a really good episode of Dynamite, but uh, nothing like too, too massive happened on the show. The uh, Blackpool Combat Club defeats Jericho Appreciation Society with Claudio pinning 
Chris Jericho. So possibly setting up a rematch on uh, on that side. We also get uh, Danielson and Yuta getting a little kerfuffle backstage. I don't think either of the guys looked uh, likable in that scenario. As much as I love Brian, not loving his run in AEW, it just kind of feels like he's the, the free-roaming artist who just kind of does whatever he wants and wants to have good matches with a bunch of guys but hasn't really been able to tell like a really good cohesive story or even like, you know, go after the title or do something like that. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't like the fact that ring of honor is anything ring of honor related is on AEW programming. So getting more ROH signings. Maybe this is leading up to a hard, fast split of the two, which I, really want i i desperately need it i i do not i mean roh is cool and i understand that's history and stuff but it's kind of like overtaken AEW. and i feel like there's like more roh stuff than like AEW stuff at this point and uh chris jericho is going to face a former roh champion so it looks like we're going to get the return of cm punk next week cannot wait for cm punk to take on chris jericho because they are best buddies right i love working together clearly not Okay. Chris Sharko de- definitely did not call CM Punk a cancer. And he talk about his astrology, which I don't think he is. I'm a cancer. What? What? I'm a Scorpio. Hmm. Uh, we have the elite video already talked about that. Uh, I don't know. If, did you really answer the, the elite, your thoughts on them coming back or teasing? When do you think they're going to come back? I mean, I think they need to come back. I think full gear would be the the best choice because, you know, I don't think uh, – I don't know how good their pay-per-view buys are doing. So, no, I'm not trying to – I'm not trying to say a young buck Kenny Omega return is going to – everyone's going to tune in to see it, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it'll be a nice little pop. You can have them come out and just – you don't even have to have them wrestle realistically. So, I mean, it just comes down to what... Uh, you just have them, like, say they're going to talk for the first time. Yeah, they speak, and they don't even say anything. They they turn heel. Mm-hmm. Speaking of turning heel, looks like Swerve is on his way to turning heel. Him and Keith Lee defeat FTR. Swerve hits Dax with the low blow. Lee did not see it, but Lee does get the pin. Uh, the ass boys red ringside and it looks like we're setting up an ass boys FTR feud. Cannot fucking wait for that, but we're uh, going to get Swerve and Lee taking on uh, the, uh, not the Ascension, the acclaim uh, soon. Uh, looks like we're probably going to get some sort of turn or something where Lee and Swerve kind of get into a, a kerfuffle and possibly leads to a full gear match or something a little later down the line. Cool. Cool. Uh, got the MJF promo, him and Renee Paquette saw she did another, uh, she did an interview with Evan McPherson, I believe with the Cincinnati Bengals shout out Renee uh, MJF cuts another promo, him being heavily cheered by the fans saying he's not going to use the dynamite diamond ring. He gets rid of the free tells the firm to don't touch John Moxley. Um, yeah. Uh, another solid MJF promo continuing to kind of blur the lines of him, you know, kind of being a face by saying he's not going to use the ring, but then he takes a dig at Renee. The crowd loves him, but then they boo him when he says like the heel lines. I don't really know what to, 
I know you're not supposed to really know what to do with MJF, but we're, I think we're going we're gonna to get a big angle at full gear and it's going to really set in motion, you know, a clear path of what he's going to do. But I don't know if this wishy-washy stuff right now is exactly what they should be doing. What? You don't like wishy-washy stuff? No, I'm stupid. Just explain everything clearly for me. Well, that ain't going to happen and no one else will. So deal with it. We got the obligatory one woman, uh, one woman's match on the show as Jamie Hader defeats Riho. Oh. Uh, Jamie Hader looked like she was getting some steam behind her. The crowd likes her, and Tony Storm comes out after the fact and uh, you know holds up her championship. So it kind of looks like we're on the road to Jamie Hader and Tony Storm. Also during the show, we had uh, Soraya and Britt Baker get into it backstage. Uh, we're going to have a sit down with Renee next week. Um, Dominic looks like we're we're gonna get that Soraya Britt Baker match probably at full gear. Ugh, I don't want to see it. I really don't. Soraya should just not fucking wrestle. I love her to death. I I love her to death. I just one. I don't want to get her. I don't want to see her get hurt. Britt Baker. I think. In my opinion, is not the first choice to have a, my my first match with. I'm sorry, I I, I would go with somebody I, I know I could feel a little more protected with. I don't think she can protect Soraya. Then in the main event, we got John Moxley defending the AEW title against Penta El Cero Miedo, and uh, John Moxley gets the win in a fun, hard hitting match. The firm come out, beat down on Moxley. MJF is conflicted, but then he runs and makes the save. He fires the firm, and then the firm beats MJF down. So now Moxley and MJF set uh, lane at the end of the show. The firm are gone with MJF after they've only been with them for like a few weeks. Uh, so continuing the baby, the parent babyface turn, I think at the end of the day, we're going to get MJF turn heel, uh, possibly with, the real, with William Regal. Uh, but what do you think of the match and the ending with uh, MJF and Moxley and the firm? What? What? What do you think of the uh, the beatdown with the firm and MJF and Moxley both, you know, laid out and continuing with the MJF babyface turn, it looks like. Well, they're he's trying to stay heel. And then uh, I remember I was watching a Chris Jericho interview and he was like, he thinks MJF is going down the path that like Stone Cold went down. Whereas it doesn't matter how hard you try to be hated, people are going to love you. And I kind of can see that coming to light. And, you know, I, I think they're going to force feed the fuck. Uh, uh, they're going to force feed us MJF shit. And we're just going to have to accept it. And this whole thing with the firm is they're just trying to establish the firm as, you know, they are the heel in the situation. But but then you let MGF go on promos and cut promos. And it's like, what what, what are we supposed to do here? I, th I think you need to just get them away from everything and have them be either a heel or baby face. And that's it. I do wonder how MJF would work as a baby face like promo wise. I don't have an issue with that, but I think work wise, you know, seeing MJF as a sympathetic baby face getting beat down at the end of the show. I mean, it's something he really hasn't done before. So 
he has to get used to that. But as I said, I think this is all going to be a ruse at the end where possibly with the uh, BCC kind of, you know, tearing apart with Yuta and Danielson, maybe Regal looks at MJF and uh, he pairs up with him. And that can be kind of the, the new lead heel of Regal and MJF. And maybe he has some backup and some heavies or something like that. I don't exactly know, but um, I think at the end of the day, we're still going to get MJF as a heel, it, even though it will be tough because full gear is in New Jersey or in, uh, yeah, it's in New Jersey, I think. Uh, so it's going to be hard for him to get booed, but I think that's what they're going to try to do. And I mean, this whole MJF thing since double or nothing, or I guess since the LA show after double or nothing, they've really been, you know, fighting an uphill battle with people cheering him when he's trying to be heel. And now maybe they're going to go the other way and yeah, he's going to try to be heel, but then people still like him. And exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we uh, sit here, bottom of the 10th. Phillies up six to five, Jordan up to the plate. And that'll conclude this episode of Curveballs and Share Shots. By next week, maybe we'll have a new World Series champion, or maybe we'll be talking about a, a game six or a game seven. If I can Whoa. quickly kind of pull up the uh, the notes here. Friday, that would schedule. be game this whatever. Maybe, no, maybe I wrote down the entire notes on my schedule. I have a schedule in my notes. I don't know. But next Friday, November 4th, we're already in November. Uh, it would be game six Phillies at Astros. So, yeah. I would, I strongly think we're still going to have the World Series by next episode. But until next time, remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Curveballs and CS. If you want to send an email, be like Mr. X, because everybody likes to be like Mr. X, curveball and CS at gmail.com. All the pertinent information is in the description of said podcast you clicked on. Dominic, any lasting words for the people? I love you. And we love you too. Goodbye and good night. Uh, Vaginas. Bye-bang. Evolution is a mystery